Greetings, this is Sheila Vance, and this is the podcast, Becoming Valley Forge. This is the nonfiction accompaniment to Chapter 2. So, Chapter 2 begins, Still, we're still on September 11th, and this time we're in Paoli, which is a town about 20 miles from Philadelphia, west of Philadelphia. In 1777, if you were in a horse-drawn wagon, you could get to Paoli in a day. So, um... It was a popular stopping point for uh, travelers. So here in the book, we're basically getting into more detail about the Roberts family. The Roberts family from Paoli, they're farmers. They have a farm there. As you saw in the first chapter, the sons in the family, Fred and Alan, have volunteered for the Continental Army under the command of their neighbor, General Anthony Wayne. Anthony Wayne was from Paoli, East Town Township. Um, his home, Waynesboro, is still open today. You can see Waynesboro, you could visit there. It's about a mile or so off of Lancaster Avenue. And um, it's an interesting uh, place to go visit. So Anthony Wayne, was basically an accomplished um, soldier at the time of the Revolutionary War. He had fought in previous wars, French-Indian War, and he was also a surveyor. So he had a very large um, estate in Paoli. So here we have in the book that the his neighbors, Fred and Allen, have volunteered, and they've gone off with Anthony Wayne and his regiments down to the area by the Brandywine Creek in um, Pennsylvania, near Newtown Square. So Betsy's left at home, like many young women were, just left at home to take care of the family farm with her parents, um, with the older people. So she's kind of complaining, or the mother is too, that instead of a young girl being able to do quote-unquote womanly things like sew and not have to work hard and get calluses on her hand. Betsy has to do just the opposite. So, And um, as farmers, they sell a lot of their produce to a place called the Paley Tavern, which in the book is owned by um, their relatives. Norman uh, Roberts owns the Paley Tavern with his wife, Rochelle. In real life, there there was a general Paoli Inn in Paoli, It was uh, established in 1769. It was named after General, uh, the Corsican General Pasquale Paoli, who fought for freedom against the Genovese and the French rule of the island of Corsica. And uh, General Paoli inspired many of the patriots. The Sons of Liberty were said to be very much inspired by his fight for independence for his people. And um, so various areas and things in the continental United States were named after General Paoli, and here being the town of Paoli. So um, close to Paoli, and I'll get into this later, was another inn called the General Warren Inn, and that's closer to the site of the Battle of Paoli, which I'll get into later in the book as well. And uh, the General Warren Inn is still alive today. You can go there for dinner, you could stay there. Of 
food is delicious and um, it's nice to be in such a historic monument. So the uh, General Warren Inn is closer to the site of the Philadelphia campaign battle called the Battle of Paoli. The owner of the General Warren Inn was, was rumored to be a Tory, a loyalist, a supporter of the British, and um, many loyalists would gather there. They were thought to be part of the group that tipped off uh, the British that General Anthony Wayne and about 2,000 of his soldiers were um, encamped at Paoli and um, that led the British to attack them in what was called the Battle of Paoli or the Paoli Massacre in late September. So we'll get into much more detail about that. But anyway, in the book I also talk about how um, the owner of the Paoli Tavern is upset that the British are taxing everything. They're taxing beer, they're taxing um, uh, a lot of goods that come into the colonies or that the colonies produce. And the taxes would leave the colonies, basically, and go back to Britain. And the uh, Patriots, of course, did not like this. They didn't like the idea of taxation without representation and uh, would revolt against that. So there were taxes on stamps. Well, there was called, it was called the Stamp, stamp Act, Stamp Tax. And uh, basically every legal document, a bill, a legal paper, newspapers, just about anything that was written on paper had to have a stamp on it um, that the um, someone had to pay for as, as a tax uh, for that document to be used, legal, distributed. So that was very unpopular. There was a tax on sugar. The British didn't want the colonies importing goods from uh, other places, other colonies, maybe the Caribbean or giving the British Empire a part of their, their receipts from the sale of these goods. And of course, there was a tax on tea that led to the uh, Boston Tea Party and the British then blockading Boston Harbor and causing real great suffering for the residents of uh, Boston, leading to Lexington and Concord and all kinds of other uh, unrest up there in Massachusetts. So. The Roberts family, their patriots, like many of the families in the um, Philadelphia area in Paoli, again, business people objected to the British taxing everything. And um, the funds and money from the colonies going to support people thousands and thousands of miles across the sea. So that's kind of what was going on in chapter two. So, um, let me get off and move on to chapter three here, which which takes place in Philadelphia. Well, it's now part of Philadelphia. It's called Germantown, right outside of Philadelphia. Still September 11th, 1777. That's chapter three, so let me move on to that. Okay, thank you for listening. Check in next time.